<laughs> is it time for recess yet? I'm so glad you found time to join us here on the Child Care Director's Chair, where Erica Sacoccio shares her best practices that she's refined through her passion of directing child care centers over the last 23 years. From parenting interaction, systems to save you time, money, and stress, to profitability. She shares it all from the Child Care Director's Chair. Hey there, it's Erica Sacoccio with the Child Care Director's Chair. And if this is your first time tuning into our podcast, I'd like to say welcome. Um, I want to just get right into it today. This is a tip that many of you with toddlers in your program are going to love, or maybe not. So let's get right into it. As a director, one of the challenges you may face in a child care setting is dealing with toddlers who bite. Yes, bite. While biting is so common among young children, it can be very distressing for both the child who bites, the child who is bitten, as well as their parents, and the poor teachers who spend all day trying to recorrect this behavior. Well, in today's episode, we'll explore effective strategies and proactive measures that directors can take to address and manage toddler biting incidences in a positive and supportive manner. So first thing is I'm going to put on my teacher hat, as I've been teaching a very long time. Uh, the first thing is we always look at the environment. So first step in preventing toddler biting is establishing a safe and nurturing environment where children feel secure and supported. Ensure that your facility has age-appropriate toys, that there is enough space for children to play, and that there's a well-structured routine that includes regular snacks and rest periods. By providing and stimulating engaging environment, you can minimize frustration and reduce the likelihood of biting incidents. And I would say this is probably one of the reasons why the square footage for an infant or toddler class is a little bit bigger than pre-K because they need a little more space. They don't understand boundaries as well. They certainly don't have the same communication skills. And, you know, when you're a toddler, kind of like everything is yours. And, you know, the creed, what's yours is yours, what's mine is mine, you know. <laughs> but, um, you know, toddlers, that's just how it is. They want what they want. They have really big feelings. They don't know how to articulate them. And um, sometimes it's their first experience in childcare, learning to share. Um, obviously, they're still just parallel playing. They're not quite playing together yet. Um, but you can work on that as they get a little older in your classroom. The next thing is to promote effective communication. Toddlers often resort to biting as a means of communication. They're unable to express their needs and emotions verbally, so encourage the use of age-appropriate communication techniques, such as simple sign language or introducing picture cards to help toddlers express themselves effectively. By promoting communication skills, you can empower children to express their feelings without the need to, to resorting to biting. So I have seen children as young as the infant room use sign language, and I know many of you have as well. So that could be one way, helping them find their words, helping them deal with their emotions are really effective tools in minimizing biting in a classroom. The next thing is observe the children closely and identify any patterns or triggers that may lead to the biting incidents. And keep a record of each circumstance surrounding the biting episode. 
including the time of day or location or any specific events that preceded the incident. This information will help you identify potential triggers and develop strategies to prevent future occurrences. I can say in one classroom in my experience, a lot of times that the biting would happen would be when the teacher is changing diapers. So there would be two teachers in the classroom. They have the classroom split. One teacher would maybe have four or five on one side and one of the children up on the changing table. So she isn't able to get to the child um, who's ready to bite as quickly. So one of the solutions we had is during changing time, we had a float go into the room. So that gave three teachers in the room during that period of time when they were changing diapers. So that allowed more eyes and hands on deck during changing time because we noticed that would be when the biting occurred the most frequently. The next thing is the director should work closely with the staff to teach the toddlers alternative coping strategies to manage frustration, anger, and other emotions that may lead to biting. Encourage the use of words, gentle touches, or seeking assistance from an adult when they feel overwhelmed. And engage children in activities that promote self-regulation and emotional development, such as story time, role-playing, art therapy, anything that you can do to help them express their emotions in a healthy manner. And that's typically done best when the children are not having big feelings already, which is when we want to talk about feelings, right? During the middle of a tantrum. No, they're not listening then. So it has to be as part of your daily curriculum around your social and emotional development, around your language and literacy development. You really can build a curriculum out on how to be empathetic to your friends, using feeling charts, using feeling emotion uh, mirrors. There's so many ways you can do that. Um, so I would recommend that you do that before biting happens in a toddler room. Um, the next thing is be consistent and give consistent guidance and positive reinforcement. When biting occurs, it's essential to respond promptly and consistently. Comfort and attend to the child who has been bitten. Ensure their safety and well-being. And then redirect the child who bit to a calming activity and explain why biting is not acceptable. And use positive reinforcement to acknowledge and reward appropriate behavior. Reinforcing and understanding that biting is not an effective way to communicate or resolve conflicts. I also think when you are talking to the children about, you know, what has happened, having the child help apply ice or take care of their classmate is a great way to show empathy. And the next part is, you know, have open communication with your parents. Maintain open and honest communication with parents regarding biting incidents. Inform them promptly about any biting episodes involving their child. Providing details about the circumstances and the actions that you have taken. And then share strategies that are being implemented at the facility and seek input from the parents and any additional information or insights that they can provide. Because when you collaborate with the parents in the child care center working together to address and manage the toddler biting, it is much more effective. That way we all can be using the same strategies. And then if a child is having a delay uh, of, of speech or hearing or anything like that, emotional regulation, 
then we can seek opportunities to have professionals come into the center, do an assessment, and then maybe provide some additional tools and strategies outside of the skill set that you have in the center. So in conclusion, by creating a safe environment and promoting effective communication, and that includes having a good written uh, biting policy in your handbook, also identifying triggers that may set the child off. Like if they always are biting over the one fire truck, you might need 10. <laughs> um, teaching alternative coping strategies and providing consistent guidance. And of course, as always with any challenge, maintaining open communication with the parents. So directors can effectively address and manage toddler biting incidents if you use those with patience and understanding and being proactive. You can help your toddlers develop healthier ways to express themselves and foster a positive and harmonious environment for all children in your care. So I hope today's tip was helpful. If you like this content, we ask that you subscribe and follow our podcast. Please give us a review. And if you like video, you can hop on over to our YouTube channel. Same name, Child Care Director's Chair. That's it for today. Hope to see you tomorrow. Well, all the cute little kiddos have been picked up and it's time to go home. And that'll do it for another episode of the Child Care Director's Chair. Please leave a review so Erica knows the information is helping you to manage and improve your child care centers. Remember to subscribe to get the latest episode from Erica's Child Care Director's Chair. <laughs>